What do you do now that, that we're old, decrepit, falling apart zombos? I do nothing. Like, I mean, I could be literally limbered up and good for hours, and I'll still hurt myself sneezing or, like, you know, trying to take my shoe off. Sure. <laughs> right like, like, there's nothing I'm gonna do. There's no amount of stretching I think now that I can do that would protect me from deadlifting a dog or building a bookcase and then filling said bookcase. I see. So there's just, no, there's no hope for me. There's no stretches I can do. No, I just think at this point you should just give up. Yeah. Um, well, you, you had a decent run, I guess. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> more, it was a run. I mean, I mean, more importantly, did you get the books on the bookshelf? Oh yeah. Mission accomplished. That's right. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I I, I did do the thing. Um, uh, yeah. Well, but you know, there's so many other things to be sore about that are that are just happening in the world. And uh, true, true. So maybe a, a little physical pain is not not too bad. Take your mind off the spiritual pain <laughs> if you feel just by existing and you know the 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 concern and and uh terror that you view humanity as it unravels around you oh so you saw eternals <laughs> Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. Welcome, everybody. So glad you decided to join us for today's very special show about 1977's Star Wars Episode IV, A New Hope, one of the most influential sci-fi movies of all time. It's a story of Jedi Kane Starkiller's quest for vengeance after the death of his son, Deke, at the hands of the Sith. Aided by his other son, Anakin, Cyborg General Luke Skywalker, and his old compatriot, green lizard-like Euralian Han Solo, Kane sets out to stop the evil em- empire from annexing his home world of Aquilae, and to rescue the heir of the Aquilian throne, Princess Leia, from the evil ruler of the empire, Darth Vader, and his Sith Knight, Valorum. Confused? Well, stick around. And you just might find out what the hell I'm talking about. And for those who know, I'm giving you a little, little wink. And I'm nodding approvingly at you right now. Anyway, I'm one man wretched hive of scum and villainy forest. And I am joined as always by Grand Moff with all the best stuff. John Ken. <laughs> John, are you ready to blow this thing and go home? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, punch it, Forrest. P- punch it, guy. So, <laughs> how do you like that s- succinct synopsis of the original draft for Star Wars? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I I knew you were talking to me. 
Yep. Probably only to me. <laughs> so there's got to be someone out there in our demo who was like, wait a second. Oh, no, no, or wait a second. I believe you're actually incorrect with your assumption of the original draft of Star Wars. I'm going to tell you where you were wrong in that. He was not a Jedi Knight yet. Star Killer. He was a Jedi Padakin. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yep. A good old Padakin. Yeah, you know, fucking Anakin's cousin you don't talk about. All that stuff was in there, though, that was that made it oh. into the prequels. Padawans, Valorum. <laughs> like, that's a name. Yeah. That's I, like... I, I, I mean, I don't blame him. I don't blame Lucas for taking that, you know, when that, that draft got shot down eventually, or he had to, you know, <laughs> rework it into the movie we know and love. He was just like, well, I'm going to use Valorum Sunday, and no one could stop me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make it, and it's going to be whatever. And people are going to watch it. And finally, people can see the genius of Jar Jar Binks, Valorum, and um, uh, Metachlorians. <laughs> what, what if the Empire uh, didn't actually blow anything up, and instead it, it just annexed things, and people were worried about annexing and puppet governments? Yeah, that, that's what terrifies me. And uh, <laughs> I also like um, uh, trade disputes. Uh, that's my favorite part of watching C-SPAN. <laughs> um, yeah and people are like hey we need corn over here and we're like well only on two-fifths of a dollar buddy and you're like <laughs> no not gonna happen trade yeah c- c- think about it star wars give me a star wars trading places i t- i take it i mean didn't we really get that in like phantom menace <laughs> yeah, I guess kind of. The clones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess a little oh, bit. Yeah. There was uh, Attack of the Clones is definitely the drunk Santa scene of uh, from Trading Places of uh, the Star Wars uh, Nine Legi, whatever that's called. Yeah, I don't know what you get when you have nine of them. Uh, A I, saga. I, yeah, is it though? Like, I mean, it is, but is it? Is that what you call nine of them? A saga? I don't know. I, uh, you I know, mean, I, all I know is nine is enough. I, I don't know. I'm not saying that about Star Wars movies. I'm just saying. Is that a no, show? No, no. Well, no. Eight is enough. Eight is a enough. TV God show. Okay, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was so close, and yet yeah, so far. Yeah. Yeah, you're close enough. Yeah. It was, a, it was a Dick Van Patten in it. Sure. Sure, whatever. <laughs> One of those guys. He's the... He's sure. The, you know, isn't that a, a New Hope analog? Spaceballs. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yes. King. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was an eight and enough. If not, I don't care. That's how long ago that show was on. Yeah, sure. Okay, what I got was, well, on. What was eight and enough uh, even about? It eight is enough. Like a family, but like eight of them. And he was okay. like, I have enough. That's enough, he said. And then he went on to become the king of Druidia. That's kind I'm of hope. I'm hoping so. If not, I'm... Yes! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Memory serves me right. <laughs> Ha! Big Van Patten! Yeah! That's right! Everybody, uh, and tell him what he's won! Huh? 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 Oh, no! That's right, you've won an NFT of JoJo saying, oh no, and that is yours for the low, low price of $80,000. Anyway, you've won the chance to buy it. Congratulations. Ha ha! 
Little do you know that I've right-clicked that NFT and it is now mine. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm keeping it in a folder that I named Wallet, and that is enough for me. Well, I mean... <laughs> well, I'm going to take my Mar coins and get the heck out of here. Yeah, please. <laughs> get out Actually, of I'm going to take a couple more. Yeah, you should stock up. Get that pyramid <laughs> yeah. scheme going. <laughs> Man, that's what if Stargate had been about a pyramid scheme? <laughs> I like. We're talking it. about Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars. Yeah, uh, stay Look, on target. Do- yeah, stay on target. I can't shake them. I'm too big to fit in this cockpit. <laughs> are you are you defaming our our main man uh, Jack Porkins? Yeah, Red Six himself. Yes, I am. I was watching that scene in preparation for this uh, this record, and mm-hmm. it doesn't look like he is shot by anything. <laughs> no, no, he did that. He to just himself. has a. Pro- he's like, he's like, oh, I have a problem. <laughs> it's like he just explodes. I think he probably hit like the one thing that no one else could normally reach. It's just off to the side, which is just like the self destruct button. But you never have to worry about like wedges. You know, aptly put, he can wedge himself in a seat and he sits fine. You know, sure. Biggs is all good. Porkins, he kind of bleeds out a little bit. He Are you saying that he, like, hit he, just he the, spun around and hit reverse and he backed into the Death Star? Something. You know, like, he just tapped a button that was just, like, spontaneous combustion. Because you know, <laughs> everyone else seems to get shot by something, but he's just like, oh, I have a problem here. He's like, no, I can handle it. Oh. See? I think that leads credence to my theory that he pushed a button he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> yeah, okay, I think that's fair. <laughs> like, he, he vented space gas. You know, like, whatever they use to power these things. He vented some. He's like, uh-oh, I can handle it. And he tried to push it again, and he just pushed the button even harder, and boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> poor R.I.P. Uh, Jack, you will be missed. Um... I mean, obviously, he, made he was missed. No one shot him. So <laughs> he made the best. He made the best pork ribs uh, in the on the outer rim. So I think that's. I think that's what people will remember him. Um, you mean by. bantha ribs? No, bantha we have. There's ribs. ducks in outer space, so there could be pigs. No, sorry, uh, Traquillian pigs. Thank you. <laughs> Traquillian razor pi- boars. There you go. Even sounds better. Okay, perfect. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You just got to put a couple adjectives and a location in front of it, and then it's uh, it, it's it, alien. It's, it's canon. And, yeah, that's how I did it when I came up with Valorum. I just looked at volume weird and <laughs> was like, turn up the Valorum, and someone said, "What? I mean the volume." And then I put it in my <laughs> list, and I was like, "Valorum, that thing's coming." <laughs> I'll show that guy for correcting me. Um, but, uh, John, do you remember where you were when you saw Star Wars the, for the first time? Yes. So doesn't sound, You don't sound too sure about that. Well, no. So we used to watch this series. I, I definitely remember seeing it. Um, I know for sure for the special edition I saw it in theaters. Oh, sure, yeah. I was yeah. young in 85. 
I remember seeing Return of the Jedi in the theaters when they did a re-release. Yeah, for as a do New I. Hope, a New Hope, Empire, and Return. They used to show them on CBS, if I remember correctly. So that has to be the first time I've seen Star Wars. Was like on like network television. Yeah, I grew. That's that's. I bet that's like a pretty common experience for people our age. I, as you know, grew up in a a household sans TV, but um, we had a VHS tape of uh, Star Wars, and at the time it was just called Star Wars, and uh, it. Uh, we used to watch that all the time. It was, I guess, it was a the whole house kind of loved Star Wars. My my mom likes to tell me that she thought I looked like Yoda when I was born. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of see it now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, you go. It's all. It's full circle. Uh, sorry, Yoda. <laughs> Real burn on Yoda. Look like you. I do not. <laughs> With 900 years, you get look as good as me. You will not, girlfriend. <laughs> and you never did. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. He's got a wicked triple snap. But uh, yeah, I used to watch Double it hands. on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He could do he could do it so good. He does it so fast too because of the force. Exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, I used to watch it all the time on uh on tape on a tiny little uh tv set i remember you know star wars has always been so big for me i remember uh being a a very little kid uh must have been you know no 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 bigger than like five years old and going on a cruise with my grandparents and my Mm. family and they had like a little they had some sort of contest uh, and they were giving away star wars action figures and i got a yeah it was awesome i got a uh a uh, return of the jedi uh princess leia on the endor moon outfit commando leia oh sweet yeah it was awesome that's great love that little helmet well we'll save that for the that's coming up two more movies yeah we just we just got to get through this one than the other one, and then we'll be right on that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how, like you said, that's two how numbers that's, that's how numbers work. You are correct. <laughs> I stand um, corrected. Mm-hmm. So, do you own, though, do you own that original version? The unaltered version? Yes. You lucky duck. I do not. So I have... That uh, is a, a time or a movie that exists solely in the past for me. I mean, we can, uh, yeah, okay, okay. I'm, I'm winking at the mic. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. I had the, um, right before they did the special editions, they did, like, a re-release of all the movies, mm-hmm. and so that was a purchase I bought on vhs because at the time that was like how i turned my tube television was uh, sure i'm gonna gonna own these i'm gonna own these movies it'll be great um because you know they mean so much to me and you know like especially star wars first one so i was just like oh yeah i gotta own these because i didn't realize what the special edition really was going to do until after i watched it and i was like oh oh okay yeah 
that's a change. I was initially, like, I was just excited to see, because, as you probably experienced, too, when you were growing up, you always saw, like, pictures and, like, blurry snippets of the Jabba the Hutt scene, like, in sci-fi magazines and, you know, Fangoria or whatever. Like, you would always see, or Empire would <laughs> be more likely, but you would always see, like, those, like, oh, there was a special scene shot with this guy who just is this this dude and a bunch of animal skins, and he was the original Jabba the Hutt, but they cut it out. And I remember just being like, oh, I would love to see that, like, interplay with this, because, of course, I love Jabba. You know, growing up when I did, like, for the longest time, the third movie was my favorite one, because that was the one I saw in theaters, and it had all the stuff that was for kids, right? All the crazy creatures and mm-hmm. the Ewoks mm-hmm. and all that crap. But, uh, so, so the idea of getting that scene back was so enti- enticing, and at the time, mm-hmm. the, the CG wasn't as bad as it looks it aged so poorly but at the time Definitely. it was just kind of like oh this, this it was at least novel i remember not being as bothered by it the first time i saw it of course the han shooting <laughs> second stuff just oh, looks bad man. like Good. not even like we're yeah. I, yeah it looks bad yeah wherever you sit on the han shooting first spectrum uh i'm with han shot first that that edit is just so weird. Like it is, it's just weird. Like he moves inhumanly fast because I think it's like his neck goes like ten inches in another <laughs> it direction. So freaking <laughs> bad, you know. And it's just like it's just so. Oh, it, it, it was a weird. It was just like you didn't need to do this. I don't think, but. Very much like you, you know, I was so rip-roaring ready to watch it on a big screen that I kind of overlooked all the additions, really. Because some of the some, stuff is good. Yeah. Like, the, the, a lot of the space stuff is good. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the, uh, you know, X-Wings going to, uh, uh, spoilers, spoilers, uh, the <laughs> Can you imagine? I know. Well, hey, it might be. There might be someone to be like, what is this Star Wars you're talking about? <laughs> Someone's fan just of- loading rounds into an old M1 Garand. <laughs> oh, first, it was the spoiled Robocop, and now Star Wars, the last straw, those pop saga punks. And then they made a knock on Space 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Their idea for a reboot sounds like garbage. Swap me! I'm gonna take them all out. They're gonna, they're gonna get a hastily written letter. <laughs> in Love it. Poo. Oh wow, yeah, he's well, it's hastily written. You know, gotta write yeah. with what you got. Right? Gotta, yeah. Gotta exactly. write what you know. And this fictional <laughs> character we just made up knows da poopy. Yeah, he knows jack shit. Yeah. Oh! oh. It's me, jack shit. <laughs> oh, God. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this is literally the movie that started it all like i mean you know it is firmly a pillar in my nostalgia foundation it's it's so 
intimately there. It's it's stupid. So this is going to be a tough one to talk about. So I will do my best because I enjoy it so much. Sure. I mean, yeah. It is just a. Uh, it's just a great movie. It's clear that when they made this movie, d- despite reports to the contrary, there wasn't really any idea of multiple <laughs> Star Warsies. It's like a very good contained story. And, uh, you know, it's that classic hero's journey uh, with all the fun archetypes. And it is just a, uh, I mean, for especially for a movie in 1977 to be paced this well. I mean, this is a little, I mean, it's a little underappreciative of a comment to say, I guess, about movies made in the 70s. But a lot of them are have a very deliberate pace let's just say yeah they're boring they're boring you can just say it's good it's fine. somebody said it yeah like i'm the one who's going to tell the hard truths and older movies sometimes are hard to watch and uh this one is not one of them it does it is a little dated you it's, know it is showing its age i won't i'm not going to be so blind with nostalgia to to not say that yeah, but, like, I mean, in terms of, uh, like, story and wonder, I still think it's there. It's, I always, I don't know about you, but I always, when I think about this movie in particular, being in the audience the first time, like, I wonder what that was like. Because there was nothing like this until... Oh, yeah this existed and that is something like i wish like i'd have a time machine maybe go back get me a couple real you know pricey comic books so i could bring them into the future and then i want to watch like a new hope and see like the audience reaction because that has to be either everyone was stone cold quiet people were hooting and hollering or someone was like i don't get it but i wonder what it you know like i want to know what that was like yeah me too. That would that must have been such so incredible. I know that I've seen documentaries and stuff, and it was like an instantaneous success. People were so stoked on it; they were just coming back and seeing it over and over and over again. And so you have to imagine the energy in the crowd was hype. People were just like through the roof for this movie. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine anything otherwise. Uh oh, someone, someone's getting down. Someone's. That's right. <laughs> let's get in the 70s let's get in the uh the the 70s headspace yeah okay well in that case what are you drinking for your 70s headspace this is dead man ale the last of the dead man ale uh dead guy ale sorry dead guy ale from rogue brewery <laughs> it's so funny you're drinking something with death in it because i am drinking liquid death sparkling water Oh yeah, that is weird. That yeah. is a weird. I guess it's like when you want some water, but you're so fucking metal that you can't buy anything without a skull. <laughs> yep. I, well, I mean, they got me with the murder your thirst, and I was like, I will, I will murder yeah. your thirst with water. So that's it. I I didn't go down. Good. Give me another thing. It's fine though. Yeah. No, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, water's good, and then you got it. Yep, I'm hydrated. Yep, 
But yeah, it would have been incredible to be in the original audience seeing this for the first time. And just think about, like, (laughs) one of the things that was beneficial about growing up in our specific age range, uh, because you and I are roughly the same age, uh, we got sort of, like, the afterglow of, you know, everyone's loving Star Wars. We're in, like, the Star Wars love zone right after we were Mm -hmm. born Mm -hmm. and uh but we got to enjoy the explosion of merch you know back then they didn't have like they couldn't go right out and get just almost any conceivable thing with star wars on it i mean not until a little while after the first movie came out of course Mm -hmm. but we're just like inundated with star wars stuff yeah, you look at all those other people who started from it, try making their own homemade T-shirts, and you're like, "Oh, isn't that quaint?" Take a mm. look at my J.C. Penny bought Star Wars shirt. <laughs> right. And my, this one has a cool graffiti Boba Fett on it. Yeah, check out these underoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Luke Skywalker himself out yes. there. I'm so, fighting I, with laser swords in his sex-shaped aerocraft. <laughs> I'm so covered head-to-toe with Star Wars merchandise. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, I love getting the hand-me-downs. I love being able to go to Safeway when they sold toys. And, like, that's how I would buy some of my Star Wars figures, because they would do re-releases, and I'd be like, well, I got a couple of dollars, and I'd buy Luke and... You know, Leia and anyone I could get my hands on. You know, anyone that was there. And it was just, it was a wonderful time. Like, oh, just yeah. Just to be able to get inundated with this. And I mean, that's another thing, like, this movie started. Was, like, merchandising. You know, like, Lucas, the, True. the big thing was he didn't get a lot of money from doing this. He put it all and said, hey, I want merchandising rights. And, you know, at the time, 20th Century Fox was like, yeah, okay, whatever. No one makes merchandise. And Lucas was like, I'll show you. And then he did. <laughs> he sure did. Like, man. I, like, that was, like, that was, like, the story, right? Is that he mm-hmm. he was prescient enough to just secure all those rights, and it just made him a mint. Uh, I, I always think about that, the, the person on the other side of that equation, who was just like, oh, sure. Sure, buddy. Look. This guy who made a American graffiti over his, mm-hmm. and he's he thinks he's his little his little gugas and uh-huh. little uh, Jimmy Gobors. Gobors, huh? He put <laughs> yeah, Gobors in it now. Huh? You think the people are gonna gonna buy all those? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's gonna buy anything from a movie. They go in to watch <laughs> the movie. They maybe get some popcorn, but you can't eat little Gobors popcorn. It's only popcorn. Yeah, he's a he's a fool. He's he's gonna be poor, and we're gonna be so rich from all the people going to the movies. <laughs> next up, so next there's this movie coming out next month called Ice Pirates, and no one's ever gonna think about Star Wars again. Yeah, that's it. Once the Ice Pirates come out, because it's ice and pirates, Star Wars is dead. Is dead. No one's gonna like. No one's gonna like the Star Wars. Like pirates on ice. Yeah, that's what they would want. <laughs> pirates yeah. on ice. I'd watch I, that. I would too. I'd watch the hell out of it. 
I mean, isn't that like... <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go to the SAP Center and watch that. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, them just ice skating around. We <laughs> be pirates on ice. <laughs> like, but, like, hopefully they use, like, stunt hooks. I don't want those guys to hurt themselves, you know? You're pirates, people say we're silly guys, but we're not so used to being chilly guys. <laughs> because we are the pirates on ice. <laughs> oh, why my peg leg? <laughs> uh, gotta watch out for the peg leg, it can break through the ice. And also, it. it attracts polar bears. <laughs> that's, it's, that's proven. It's a scientific fact. Mm-hmm. Stay on yeah. target. Yep. Stay on target. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll mosey on back. Uh, but yeah. Um, brilliant move by Lucas uh, securing those rights. And uh, I, I, mean, I have to assume that he's a... also responsible for all the toys that I got to play with as a kid. So I'm just saying it... thanks, thanks to you again, sir. Yeah, exactly. He created a scale. Like, Kenner was like, hey, like, Migos are nice, but they're too big and they cost a lot. We can do less, but do more. And everyone loves vehicles. I mean, like, literally a whole scale came from Star Wars. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't get get small G.I. Joes and all those masks and all those other figures without Star Wars starting it. Yeah, those Kenner figures, man. And they were indirectly responsible for He-Man, right? Or, I guess, directly responsible, since... They took a look at those little stiff Kenner figures that were just selling like hotcakes, and they said, "We're gonna make dynamic muscle men and sell beefcakes." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your uh, your characters' butts are flat like pancakes. Ours are thick like beefcakes. Yeah, they're robust. They're robots. <laughs> yeah, they're robots. That robe robots robots robe robots yes with a z in there <laughs> so nope, you don't like it never mind <laughs> <laughs> so when you were a kid and you're mm. watching this movie yes were there parts you know i have i think we've established that i'm uh i was a very scaredy kid you know only true. slightly more uh, only slightly less scared uh, adult. But were you scared of parts in this movie? No. No, but you know, I was watching horror movies already. Those guys scared me. Okay, so you were saying you were, you were already desensitized. Yeah, kind of. You know, it's like, uh, does Jason scare me? Yes, yes he does. Does Michael Myers scare me? Yeah, he still does. Whole protocol and all. Uh, Tuscan Raider? Eh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, the uh, garbage monster, Dingoa, Danoa, Dianoga, Dianoga. Thank you. I was getting there. I was just going to eventually sound. I was eventually going to sound it out. You were just. You were. There were the combinations of things that you were sounds that you were making were going to arrive there eventually. Yeah, exactly. Probably would take ten minutes. Um, that thing skeeved me out a little bit just because of like. The unknown of it just kind of mm-hmm. pulling around the water, and the fact you're like, "Damn, like Death Star kind of dirty." Like, yeah, what are the <laughs> what's happening here? Did someone get a baby, a pet baby Dianoga, and they were like, "Oh, this thing's getting kind of big," <laughs> and flush it down the toilet? 
Exactly. I think I think so. Because you're just like, why is this thing in here? Why? And in the trash that is in the Death Star is very sus. You're like, what is this? What's this long pole doing down there? Like, <laughs> There's a lot of foam and a long floppy pole. You're just like, why is this in the trash? Like, wouldn't you figure out another means to use this or whatever? But that thing skeeved me out. Um, I always thought Darth Vader was cool. So I was never, like, terrified of him. But I knew he was the bad guy, you know. But I, I was never like, Oh, no, Darth Vader, please don't, you know, hunt me down or whatever. No, none of that. I just was like, oh, he looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I mean, literally, it's the almost the first thing you experience in that movie. It's, you know, uh, the the ship, and you're like, what is this? And then, like, them break, the stormtroopers breaking through the door and just, like, getting fucking shot. Which you're like, damn, that's 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 hardcore. They're just running out getting, you know, two tapped in the chest by all these guys. But then this big dude and, like... <laughs> yeah, the friggin' what? dad squad. The... <laughs> yeah, all those guys. <laughs> they all look like dads on a break who are just, like, you know, cosplaying or something as their hobby. The dad squad really—they see—they, they, you're right. They make a strong showing at first, but uh, then Darth Vader comes in, and then it's, it's curtains for you, dad squad. I mean, you look at him; you're just like nothing's stopping him, and he's got a cape. He's a dude in space with a cape. You're, he's unbeatable, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, he's he he was intimidating, but yeah, never scared. What 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 scared you in this movie? Was it a Oh, so many things. So <laughs> hello. Uh, no, uh, so many things scared me in this movie. Uh, Darth Vader first showing up scared me because he, because everyone else seemed scared of him. So I'm like, oh shit, I should be too. Um, let's see. Uh, the sand crawler was kind of scary just because of how big it is. Uh, the uh of course when uh the tuscan raiders attack luke i always was scared i was i guess i was more scared for him um and uh let's see and i think yeah the the dianoga the in the trash bit i was that's always a a scene that i remember not looking forward to yeah i mean it's also like the peril like it's a bunch of things that are going on in there oh one before i forget uh, the sight of uh, the still has f- burning skin on it, skeletons of Uncle o- Owen and Aunt Beru. Yeah, it's pretty grotal. <laughs> it was so rugged yeah. for me. I was like, where? Is that their bones? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, a bunch of Jawas, I'm just like, oh, oh weird. Well, They're I mean- burning a bunch of bodies in a pile. I mean, well, I mean, look, most of the Jawas just look like burlap sacks because they were probably indeed burlap sacks. But sure, yeah. Yeah, when you get a couple of like skeletons just kind of chilling like outside on the ground, and you're like, what did they use to do this? Because you yeah. never see oh. the Empire use anything again like this that would just burn. Yeah, you we have down to wait to the Force Awakens to see flamethrower troopers. But yeah, I guess they were back there too because it looks like they used a flamethrower. And <laughs> the fact that they were looked like they were running out out of their house when it happened is yeah. just so it's so rugged. 
And the, and the fact that Luke is just like, he doesn't seem to like them at all any of the times they interact. Except, I guess, Aunt Beru is like, seems like she really cares about him. And then he is so broken up when they are, when they're dead. You're just like, I guess this is because he doesn't have anybody any, anymore. They may not have been like his favorite parental figures, but they, they were really all he had. That's all he knew. Yeah. No, I mean, Uncle Owen, kind of a jerk, let's admit it, but you know. I think he was able to put two and two together and be like, Anakin died. This Darth Vader showed up. Hmm. <laughs> Gee, I hope he doesn't come back to his house. Yeah, I hope he doesn't come back to my house. <laughs> He's been here once, you know. Remember we- it's the perfect place. Will you take this boy and just hide him here? Don't worry. I bet, you know what they say, they'll never suspect it's in his backyard. <laughs> but, he, but he's but he's been here before. Don't tell Luke his grandmother is married right here. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Along with your dad. Sorry about, uh, right? Isn't he back there too? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, eventually. There were several yeah. graves. Yeah, he lost his leg, remember. <laughs> Remember that? Remember? Oh, of course. Yeah, I remember. He was yeah, because he went oh, out and he tried to, to. I was waiting for you to do more Obi Wan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, right, because he he was there, right? He was there. He's like, remember? Wait, no, he wasn't there. No, yes, I heard he about would, it from uh, an old friend. Wait, do you think he would have heard about it? No, I bet you at no point. I bet he didn't. Been, yeah, yeah. Anakin, no, Jack shit. Where, where you? Who oh, knew where? Oh, I was. Just, uh, I went to Tashi Station because of power converters, and the guy there was like, "Hey, didn't you know Watto?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, we we're old friends. We just talked and talked until the sun came up." Yeah, then we came and rescued you on Genosha. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, yeah, that's it. That's all that happened. I didn't murder a bunch of people. What? <laughs> well, if you say so, I'm just going to drop it. I'm yeah, a good, but, I'm a good Jedi, and yeah. I'm very liberal with the truth. That's true. Now you get. Now, do you think uh, Obi Wan turned hella old because of the sons of uh, Tatooine? They all did. I mean, look at look at Uncle Owen. I mean, they were Uncle getting Owen there, was like 15 years old That's in fair. Episode Three. <laughs> Dude's fair. There's the youngest couple you've ever seen. Like they were taking that baby. Like what? No. <laughs> And then, <laughs> just racing Luke, he's just like, uh, he's like grizzled at 60 all of a sudden. That's true. 30 years have passed, and somehow uh, 60 years have passed on his face. He's like, at the point, if he was 15 at the end, let's just say, he was 15 at the end of Revenge of the Sith, let's just say. Yeah. At best, he's like 43? Yeah. Or yeah, hey, let's say he's well, he's <laughs> that, just that he's fifty. That's a well, rugged fifty, even. Yeah, I mean, well, like you look at tattooing, you kind of go like, you're gonna live a hard life here. But like, <laughs> yeah, you, certainly, <laughs> certainly, when Obi Wan's just like, I'm getting too old for this business, you're like, are you? Hasn't been that long. Yeah, like I mean. You should be that age, but then like it always messes you up when you look at Ian McGregor now and you go. Damn, you don't look much older than you did when you were doing these roles, like in mm-hmm. the early, you know. But then you look at Alec Guinness, and you're like, "Oh man, 
Do you oh, think they're going to give him old age makeup for the Obi-Wan show? Lord, I hope not. Just like it. You know what you do? Here, hear me out on this one. Obi-Wan's there. Darth Vader shows up to uh, Tatooine. Right? And during the show. And he sees Obi-Wan. He's like, you motherfucker. You know, or, something, <laughs> or something more Darth Vader-like. I hate you! Yeah, yeah. Well, it would be good, though, right? Because it's yep. not... So you'd be like, yes, I must destroy you. And they fight again, you know, on the sand dunes and stuff. And then, like, Vader shoots him with some old man lightning. Like, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan. Uh, like... The first Sith in like a, or sorry, the first Jedi in like a thousand years that was just intuitively blocked Force lightning when he was fighting Count Dooku, he just yeah, forgets. He just he, he maybe drops his lightsaber or something. You know, something happens. He just gets blasted with it, and he's like, Hello, you know, and he just turns older all of a sudden, like, oh my god, I'm old, and then he <laughs> runs away and he pretends to jump into like you know the Sarlacc pit's mouth. And this is embarrassing. This is a mag light. I I must have grabbed this on my way out, and I didn't get my lightsaber. I wouldn't suppose you are in for a uh, do-over. <laughs> and, then and then he's old man. Yep. Like I I mean I would hope they wouldn't um yeah put any old age makeup on him. Just let it be, or give him that kind of look that uh it, this is a tangent side of sort of. Uh, Sideshow Collectibles did a Obi Wan, but kind of like a few years into you oh, know, yeah. on Tatooine. That, that was kind an awesome of, figure. Yeah, I think it looks cool. I would maybe do something along like that. Probably give him a little more uh, gray than temples and stuff like that, depending when the series comes in. But you know. You can just tell that no matter what is on Tatooine, it's going to become rugged. Yeah, yeah, it'll just be the stress of the sun that just made him look like a, a super boy. old man. But he still has that cool voice. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Tusken Raiders are like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, that, that would scare me too. I don't know I don't know, that doesn't sound like anything, but I don't like it. Let's get out of here. I mean, sometimes my neighbors make that sound, and I go, Obi-Wan? Oh, no, it's just Derek. (laughs) Sorry, I was just over here scaring Derek away. (laughs) Well, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) That dude, good, get get rid of him, because he yells at every football game. Oh, no, Derek. (laughs) Well, yeah, gotta watch your blood pressure. Yeah, he's just—he's—he's he's really intense. That's yeah, well. Oh, know. the Niners are playing today. How do you know? Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, the such great stuff. Um, do you think? I know it's sort of since been retconned to be this way, but. I always thought the you know when he was putting his hand on on Luke's head and sort of uh, concentrating a little bit, it did seem like he was doing something very force adjacent. With it. I thought it, I thought it was just checking his force vitals, but I think that is a instance of force healing, right? I mean, I'd hope so. 
Or at least he's just using the force to make sure that he's just not, like, been concussed or something. Like, oh, Yeah, just a little bit of it. Because he's just yeah. like, oh, he'll be fine. Don't worry yeah. about him. He just got smacked in the head with a Jaffe stick. It's fine. You look at him. He's, he's, he's sprung up and, you know, he got over his uh, uncle and aunt dying real quick. And, uh, <laughs> he doesn't really think about it ever again. I mean, that's how uh, that's how much he really he really cared. About. This movie, this movie, while it is spoilers, spoilers, still <laughs> not my favorite Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It has over the last few years gained a lot more reverence with me in terms of not just necessarily the significance. Of like what it means, it being the first. I don't know sure. if necessarily all things need to be held in that regards. Like I really enjoy Alien, but personally, I enjoy Aliens more. Same, um, yeah, and that, you can have reverence for the the thing that that kicked it all off while still enjoying something that it inspired a little bit more. You know, there's some uh, there's some real good subtle acting that I sometimes forget when I'm thinking about the the parts of this movie I like a lot. And when I was watching it this time, I noticed, you know, when um, after they rescue Princess Leia or Leah, depending on who you are in this movie, um, uh, they when Han and Luke are up in the cockpit of, of the Millennium Falcon and they're just sort of chatting, and uh, you know, Han's saying like, "Oh, I don't really, you know, I'm not really." interested in uh this lady and luke's like good and then <laughs> like he gets this little twinkle in his eye because he can see that luke's uh attracted to his uh spoiler alert sister oh boy um and uh so then he starts being like oh well but maybe it could work <laughs> she's very uh she's she's got a lot of spunk <laughs> And he, like, that obviously, like, Luke's like, no, she'd never be interested in you. And he's just sitting there smiling because he, he was just playing with him because he could see that he, that he, uh, that Luke liked her. So I thought that was a fun little bit of subtle. I mean, Harrison Ford is incredible in this movie. Yes, he's he acting. Is. He has so much charisma and he's, he is so natural in it. Uh, but Definitely. it looks like it's completely effortless. He doesn't even look like he's giving an ounce of effort into acting, even though I'm sure that's not true. Yeah, no, it, you, you, you are right. Like you, it, it's weird because you just find like, damn, all all the articles you read about Harrison Ford being like, ah, you know, whatever. You know, I don't really want to talk about Star Wars, and I don't want to talk about this shit, right? But he really. Like he he really gives it his all in this. Like I mean, that's that's the thing that was in this trilogy, and the thing that was in the what the sequel trilogy is that what we're calling it the seven mm-hmm. eight nine. Yeah, were for me anyway were likable heroes. Like you could see the camaraderie. Like you could see the camaraderie between like Luke Han and Leia Chewie, like. I never questioned that. It was never like, I was like, no, they are friends or they've become fast friends. And even in this, you could see like the, like you're saying, like the gentle ribbing and stuff like that, that just kind of works. And it works even in this, you know, like hokey space movie. Yeah. And and like, you know, when Han helps rescue uh, Leia and they get back to the rebel base on Yavin, 
And he's like, well, I'm not participating in this battle. Obviously, it's a lost cause. I'm going to take my stuff. I'm going to take my uh, earnings. I'm going to go back to Jabba, you know, pay off my debts. I don't want to participate in this. And Luke is literally crushed. He is crushed like only a little boy can be. <laughs> Just like Charlie Browning back to his X-Wing to the point where uh, Leia has to be like, hey, what's what's the matter with you? And he's like, oh, well. I thought he wouldn't change his mind. And of course, <laughs> Leia, who is his same age, apparently, is just like so much more wise. And she's like, well, he just has to follow his own path. Don't worry, he'll be let back later at the exact right time. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It like I mean, I wonder if that like that that twist fooled everybody. Everyone's like, oh man, he's not gonna be part of it. So then when he shows up, everyone's like, oh, that old hand, he's got a heart <laughs> scoundrel. Like, he's so cool. Like, hey. I mean, he murdered a dude straight in a bar, but I'm with him. Yeah, right. Well, that's when the arc was better, because he starts out as, like, a very amoral scoundrel. And then his exposure to these sort of more pure or, you know, uh, do-goody type characters really, uh, you know... Has, gives him a change of heart. I mean, I give it to him. It's, I mean, it is the reason why I think there's a lot of people who, who dislike him not shooting first. Um, you know, myself included. Uh, just because it was such a character moment. And kind of giving you like, oh man, I don't know. Could he sell them out? Could he, do, like, I don't know where, his, like, to your point, amoral. Like, I don't know where his, his loyalty lies. Is it with himself? Would it be with others? And seeing him, you know, just take Greedo down like that, uh, you know, put it into question. So when he does return and you can see, like, his kind of redemption arc to him, be, you know, learning how to become a hero. That's it, interesting. Yeah, exactly. It's compelling. It's like something like, oh, cool, there's growth. It's not just, it's just not a one and done. Uh, yeah, and I mean, like, these are Lucas's characters. And even though a lot of other people had input and, you know shaped the movie that we all love today how lucas thought of it is that he thought that this character was always good sort of one-dimensional and would never have shot anyone first unless his life was in danger because he's always just a stand-up guy in his mind so okay but i mean that's what the creator said it's not my preference i don't like it better but that's what he thinks yeah and he's welcome to it <laughs> it's his stuff. It's he his can stuff. say whatever he wants about. He could he could go in years and years and years after putting the special editions out, and he can add McClunky into that scene as what I believe is just a direct talking to the fans that don't like it. <laughs> just that Screedo saying in Hutties, uh, oh, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> Pretty much, you know. He's like, "I'll keep doing it too." He's like, me. I shot first. Is that's 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 the translation of McClunky, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I always shot first, even though I filmed it differently. It's okay. Do you think it was a bet? Do you think that like somebody was like one of George Lucas's other billionaire friends was like, I I bet you can't. <laughs> I bet you can't. They won't let you just put a nonsense word into the uh, like those beloved movies. Oh, watch me. Yeah, wanna bet? Don't let me do whatever. I'm gonna get the guy who did the original. I'm gonna exhume the guy who did the original Greedo voice and make him do. <laughs> I don't know if that guy has passed on, but it just it made it funnier. 
thing to say. Okay. No res- disrespect to whoever to whomever did uh, the Greedo ones. Yeah, I have no idea who did the. Uh, uh, I think uh, Paul Blake. Paul Blake. Now, did he come back to do the McClunky? Because the McClunky sounds a little bit different. Oh no, maybe you know, maybe Paul Blake just got Paul older, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like it's possible oh, McClunky. You know, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh You know what speaking of sounds, mm. I was thinking about when I was watching this movie. Like what was I would have loved to have been friends with or just been a fly on the wall of uh Ben Burt Studio, the guy who did the sound design for these movies. What was he like he has made some of the most iconic sounds anywhere and he was so ahead of his time because every other sci-fi movie at the time was like it had a laser sound and everybody used the same damn laser sound and it's bad it's cheesy it takes you out of the moment it's so bad but he was able to create like lightsabers and lasers and engines and starship engines that were these so unique and interesting sounding what an amazing auteur Oh, for sure, but I think he had such great, you know, like, material to work with. Because that's the one thing I've always liked about Star Wars, is how, like, lived in everything appears to be. Like, things look like they're used, they have a, you know, they just have, like, this distinct look. But they also look like they would make these types of sounds. Like, you're just like... You know, yeah. like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sure. Like they just, they just look like they could do that. Versus, say, you know, like the Enterprise, which seems like, beep, 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 you know, like just going across, <laughs> and, you know, or like the, you know, the the sure standard sounds. Everything has such a weight to it that being able to create these fantastical sounds that match up with them, these iconic sounds, like the minute you hear a lightsaber turning on, you know it. Like it's, it's you're like oh lightsaber, or and it's just a- it's it's crazy how like some of like how he invented these sounds was just like smashing together these disparate things you would never think it to combine or a lesser sound designer would have thought, would have like been like oh yeah we'll just use a bear Chewbacca is just gonna be a bear we'll just, just record some bear sounds and do that <laughs> yeah versus what like a a lion a dog like everything from wizard of oz i think was the sounds they used to make oh sorry calm down chewy <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 like, he says uh happy life day Oh, get out of here. Get out of here, Chewy. Mm-mm. All right. I can't say mad at you. I, uh, yeah. Who could say mad at Chewy? That adorable. Not me. He's one of my favorites. Scamps. Oh, yeah. That dude's tall as shit. Yeah, it's like an affection, uh, affection I know, nickname. I know, you know? I know, I know. I've been around a block or two. I know, yeah. I know, I know. You call a big guy tiny? It's fun. Yeah, all the time. Except when you're really big. Then they just call you Big Dude. 
play. Uh, I'm big dude all the time. Oh, hey, stop calling me big dude. <laughs> come on. Chewy, calm, be calm, polite. Calm down, Chewy. Uh, I, God. I, I, the, the, some of my favorite parts are with Vader. Like, mm-hmm. when, uh, was it? God, why am I blanking on, uh, was it Willard? Not Willard. I'm trying to think of the general who is just like giving Darth Vader the business. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that dumbass. <laughs> you know, like, you're, you know, like, your sorcerer's ways. Yeah, <laughs> your stupid just, lips. He's just going into it. And I'm like, dude, you are talking. Look at this guy. Look at him. You don't know it. But earlier in the movie, he picked a dude up by his throat. And then crushed that throat. <laughs> After he choked the shit out of him. When the guy couldn't even tell him what he'd want to know. Because he was getting the shit choked out of him. And then all of a sudden, here you are going like, your sorcerer ways are no use to the And then just Vader just like, <laughs> just choke. <laughs> and then, you know, like Tarkin's like, Vader, release him. He's like, as you wish. And it's just like, who, who has the power dynamics here? But it's like, Darth Vader does, because he's just playing with all of you at this point. He does not give a shit. Like, like Tarkin is like his dotted line manager, while the Emperor is like his main manager. You know <laughs> right, I mean? yeah. T- t- Tarkin is his shift super- supervisor. <laughs> yeah, but he has no respect for him. You know, like Tarkin will ask, Larry Vader, can you go clean up, you know, like the bathrooms? He's like, no. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah, uh, by the way, uh, Admiral Mahdi. Mahdi, that's it. Thank you. Oh my god, yeah, it was killing me. I was like, I know there's like a few generals and an admiral and all that shit there. Mahdi, Mahdi, that's right. That dude's your sorcerer's ways. That kind of you. It kind of sounds like you're um, fucking. Oh, I'm blanking on everybody. Uh, Chris Glover. <laughs> it does kind of sound like Chris Glover. Well, then I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, get your damn hands off of my neck, <laughs> or your force hands. I am your density. <laughs> Sorcerer's ways. <laughs> This is drifting into my wallet, Sean. It is a little bit. Where are your sorcerer's weave, Quark? (laughs) (laughs) Never go up against a Sicilian when death is on the line. (laughs) I find your lack of base disturbing. We'll see here. <laughs> this is this is dissolved, but it it's is gone fine. off the rails. The rails have been gone off. Well, I mean, it's like you know, the hubris of trying to talk about this movie, even more so than RoboCop, which we just kind of talked about. Yeah, and we're like, we don't want to talk about that one because it's. <laughs> yeah. We like it too much. This, to me, this is like that uh, times a billion. 
Yeah, a lot more fun to talk about Attack of the Clones that is still technically Star Wars, but is also a fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's something to make fun of, where this has, like, charm and, you know, feelings. And, like, you, you can see, like, Luke being distraught when he sees that, you know, Obi-Wan turns into a pile of clothes. And, <laughs> you know, No! Like, no! <laughs> you know, shooting at Darth Vader and, like, all that stuff. And Luke, moments, I know I didn't warn you, but I'm in your head now. I know you're trying to do something very stressful, but listen. <laughs> listen! I'm just gonna interject here. <laughs> Tommy's flicking a switch and he's like, listen! The force will be with you. Always. I love that, like, people love to, to say that uh, Ray is a bit of a Mary Sue, but they give Luke Skywalker an X-Wing. He shows up and they're just like, here you go. <laughs> And the only line they have to sort of try to justify that is, the is I think, Gold Leader comes up to him and is like, Hey, so... You can fly one of these things, right? And Biggs is like, Oh yeah, he's great. And the guy's like, Alright, you'll do fine. Yeah, It's gotta be slightly different than flying a T-16 Skyhopper. <laughs> it's gotta be! And also, I, I wrote down in my notes, it is, I mean, I, again, I love this movie, but it is funny when Luke's just like, you can totally shoot the torpedoes down that little shaft. Here's an example that doesn't seem like it relates at all. I can shoot a animal, and they're only about two meters wide. He's yes. like, <laughs> when I'm low to the ground, and there's not a bunch of other people shooting at me. Yes, important factors. You're also not in space. Like, there's a bunch of things I think you worry about while flying an <laughs> X-Wing that maybe you don't when shooting at harmless bats. <laughs> or bat-like <laughs> creatures. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those, uh... He used to just bullseye defenseless creatures in his T-16. T-16. It's exactly the same as doing a trench run and, uh, firing f torpedoes down, uh, a, a shaft... I also love that scene because there's no there's no preamble to it exploding. It just immediately explodes. <laughs> like there's that mm -hmm. shot of Tarkin who's just looking like, hmm. I wonder what I'll have for dinner: the beef or the fish? <laughs> it's, just, it's just vapor. Yeah, yeah. No time. It's like turning. On, it's like lighting a match in a room full of gasoline. It just goes. Yeah. It yeah. does kind of seem like they activating the the death ray destroys <laughs> the Death Star. A little bit, like somebody, like you know, like maybe plugged in too many uh, plugs into an outlet, and that was just exactly enough to finally blow it up. Like the the torpedoes didn't actually do anything. <laughs> It's just a <laughs> guy like, uh, just plug it into the power strip. Daisy chain it, it's fine. <laughs> also, another fun detail I, I saw, or, uh, you know, it's insane that I might be still sort of gleaning new things every time I watch it. And of course, I think I've noticed this before, but it's just funny to notice again. But the fact that Vader is fine the whole time. And the only reason he gets like out of a course is some jerk off other pilot hits him. He's like, oh, whoa! <laughs> he just like veers into Vader and that's what sends him spinning off into space. It's, you just must be like, oh, 
if that guy wasn't dead, I would choke him so bad right now. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that that part also really uh, like raised my esteem for this character when he is this complete badass. He's got a laser sword, mm. and then also he can just jump into a, a Tie Fighter and be the best pilot out there. Well, you gotta wonder, like when he's walking through the you know the Death Star and he just sees these two pilots, like you two come with me. Like, where were they going originally? <laughs> yep, those two guys were like, all right, we're going to hide in the trash compactor. I got this Dianoga friend. He's going to take us. He's going to smuggle us away. We're good. We're good. Oh, uh-oh. You see him? Oh. Invader's going to. Yep, here he comes. Hey, but, guys. but, sir, we were on break. Well, your break is over. I will give you elevenses after we defeat the <laughs> rebels. You two will come with me. We will go to DQ after this, but first we gotta get those guys. Also, <laughs> Stu, what, look out for your left turns, man. I've seen it. Uh, Just you, watch those left turns. Don't you bump it, whatever you do. They're too tight. It's space out there. You don't. <laughs> feel free to you know spread out a little bit. Don't, don't fly to me. Let's go. And then afterwards, like I said, blizzards. Blizzards for everyone. <laughs> Blizzards for all. Everyone, you'll have them do the thing where they hold the cup over your head to prove how thick the blizzard is. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I did. I love that part. Like, you two take the lead. You know, you two take the lead. I'll, or I'll take the leader. And he's just turning the dials and doing all this shit. And just, oh, just a, just a total badass. And the fact yeah, that he, his TIE Fighter was different. Yeah, he's the only one who gets the the coolest looking TIE Fighter. And then he takes out... He's the one who takes out Biggs, right? Yeah. And <laughs> Luke loses too. another childhood friend and it's like, Oh well, I got these new friends down. They're super cool. Well, they're alive, right? They're yeah, alive. They're <laughs> that's, the, that's the important thing. The important part is that... Oh, and I made a new friend. His name is Fred, too. You know? <laughs> It's like it, everything's coming up Skywalker. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Skywalker can't lose, Quark. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's a great movie. Uh, it is. Any final thoughts, John? You want to before we wrap this up? This movie rocks. Watch it. And if you're one of these, <laughs> if you're one of these people I've just heard about who are all like. It's an old movie. You should stop talking about it. No. I'm not going to stop talking about Star Wars. Get over yeah. yourselves. You can like your Star Wars. You can like your weird Star Wars. But uh, let's let's have just some appreciation for the things that came before. Yeah, I'm going to watch this one. I'm going to watch the hell out of this one. It's a great movie. It's chock full of imagination. It, You know, the wonder of what it is. is you know, it, it's so fantastical. It's spawned so much material like i i mean hell i even owe a part of my career to this franchise so yeah and star wars a new hope it's good that's it <laughs> couldn't have said about it myself uh star wars a new hope it's good yeah, yeah see it's not even like you know you know what star wars a new hope you're pretty good <laughs> 
Uh, here to read our final acknowledgements is a special guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> to read the, the final acknowledgements. Uh, okay, here we here's the bike. Here you go. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be, uh, I mean, I, not really, but let's, let's just get through it. Uh, first up, thank you to Burton M6. He was the greatest theme song and music writer in the galaxy, and a good friend. Just kidding, I don't know him. But he's very good. <laughs> check, <laughs> check out his... Get on with it! <laughs> check out his uh, information in the show notes. Yes, calm down in the front. There's rowdy... Rowdy Tuscan Raiders. They, they sit in a single file. I'm a human, and my name is Anakin. So sorry. <laughs> Listen, you sound great, and I'm going to take you into my care. I'm sure nothing bad will happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Okay, I can't do this. <laughs> We're just going to go back there. Yeah, go baby. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a valiant effort. Thanks, Obi. Thanks, Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, you've, uh, you're the greatest podcaster, and I can't finish this. I'm, I'm... You suck, Obi-Wan! <laughs> Listen, Obi-Wan, don't ever come back! <laughs> Quark. Okay. Um, and uh, if you would find more ridiculous nonsense like this, uh, there's plenty of ways to help us out. The best of which is just tell a friend. Let's grow our audience. Let's turn more people on to this well-produced show. <laughs> and uh, if you want to support us directly through monetary uh, means, you can always uh, look at our show notes and check out our merch store. Uh, sexable shirt <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. And uh, uh, thank you all out there for listening. We really appreciate you. And uh, we hope that wherever you are, however you're listening to this episode, that you are feeling happy. And that you are feeling happy. I came back for this last part. It's my favorite part because it means the episode is over. And I hope you're feeling healthy. And I'll see you next week. Just kidding, I'm a ghost. Remember, folks, flying through space isn't like dusting crops, but at the same time, it's not like crop dusting. <laughs> now, well, no, I'm gonna hold on, hold on, I got it. Better... <laughs> it all stays in. Yeah. All right, all right, it stays in. <laughs> no, 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 I got it. Do I got another one? Do I have another one? Yeah. <laughs> Saga, you know we keep it groovy. Uh-huh. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. I ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. Heard this right. is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga.